One thing I learned really early in my life at the age of 12 and a half years old, and it's when I started reading philosophy, by the way, starting with ancient Greek philosophy, I learned that we must have recover, recovery periods in our lives. And that's the thing. A, a lot of uh, self-help books and content and such will give you this idea that you just have to have the right mindset. You just have to ha know your why, have a purpose, pursue an ideal, or maybe even set an achievable goal and just keep showing up. And yes, there's a there's a lot of merit to this and truth. And like there there's times I reach my breaking point and I'm able to just keep showing up and things get better. But you see, that's the thing. You have to hope that they will get better. And I've come to find that recovery periods are necessary. And we must make time for these things. Even if you have too much on your plate and overwhelmed, in fact, that might even be a great indicator, one of the very first signs that you need to set up a recovery period. And it might cost you things. It might come with some losses. But that will be a short-term thing. In the grand scheme of things, in the long term, you will be setting yourself up for success. And I'm not going to lie, guys. For those of you who actually tune in, I'm surprised anybody actually listens to this podcast. But anyway, life has been hitting. It's been hitting hard. I'm not saying I lost, but... You know, my inner demons, that they know how to fight. And they can be really tough to beat. And I don't have the mental, emotional, or physical bandwidth to be composed. Like, like I was actually breaking composure at my job today. Uh, not like I was inappropriately oversharing or being reactive but you could see it on my face and my essence of my being that I wasn't in a good place. And uh, I still was kind to people out of discipline and not that I wanted to be, but I, I, I agreed to the job. They scheduled me. I showed up. I completed my tasks. I must complete my tasks. And then I went home because what got me through that day of work today despite me going into a downward spiral of depression. And that's not to be overdramatic. It's in, to be in the very literal, literal sense of a downward spiral. Because my life just didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. And it's not that my life is bad. and My life is far from terrible. It's a really good life. Um, it just didn't... It's just not satisfying to me. And I'm stuck in limbo. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for the necessary things to happen to move me to Arkansas, which it looks like uh, the first step is going to be taken next month, according to what my parents told me today. So there's some progress. There's some positivity. There is some hope. And, you know, the thing is, like, I understand that reality, the genuine essence of how things function and exist is very different than how I feel they are. Because how it feels right now, with this depression and even suicidal ideation, um, you know, it, it feels like that I'm destined to fail. And I've lost my 
confidence and belief in myself to succeed at what I want to. And you know what? That's just simply where I'm at. And it's only temporary. This too shall pass. As the ring said, given to the king from the wisest man in the kingdom, this too shall pass. And I'm going to allow myself to recover. I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself. I'm going to lower my standards for myself. I'm going to enjoy my life and whatever experience I can to the fullest. Even the worst experiences possible, I'm going to find a way to enjoy it. And I'm going to make time to come home to myself. I'm going to make time to have fun. And the best medicine I have for depression and suicidal ideation is simply laughter. And as far as suicide is concerned... It's not an option. Even though I preach the abundance mindset, all options are always on the table, it's a given that suicide is not an option on the table. It never should be. Now, is it possible I'll kill myself in the future? Yes. I I, I have no idea what I'm going to experience in the future. I don't know how bad it could be. And I I, I do imagine there are some circumstances where life is totally unbearable, And people will do it whether it makes sense or not, or it's justified or not. But I don't believe suicide in general is justified. Unless you're like some secret spy and you get captured and you're ordered to kill yourself so you don't give up any information. Maybe. But that's more like self-sacrifice. I'm talking about you're miserable and you want to kill yourself because of it. But like, don't kill yourself, don't hurt yourself. You can literally do anything else with your time, okay? But this is my whole point that I was originally going to get at anyway before I sidetracked. It worked out. So depression is the ultimate avenue of the scarcity mindset. And also, a scarcity mindset can lead to depression, where you feel like, you know, no matter what you do differently, you don't get the right results. Okay, yeah, maybe that is true to some degree in objective reality, and you are under a spell of bad luck. But the way you feel about it is that it's doomed by fate when that's not the case. You're just going through a dry spell of success. You're just going through a dry spell of progress. That's okay. It happens to everybody. Sometimes life is like that. It's part of the high contrast of life. And it helps us remember the times we made progress and had success. And you know what? There's there's no expiration date for success except for when you die. Or when you're no longer able to do that thing you won't be successful at. Otherwise, like, your your life, assuming you live in the free world, you have a lot of time and potential to do a lot of different things. And the abundance mindset is what saved me from suicide in 2010. Like, just seeing that all options except for suicide are on the table. And if I don't like my life, I can change it. And if I'm not having fun, I can go have fun. If I don't like my job, I can put in my two weeks and then go find a new job. Maybe not do it like that, but find a new job and then get a new job lined up and then put in my two weeks and go to a better one or just a different one. Uh, You know what? If... If my current network, like whether it be a friend or like a girlfriend or something, 
just just isn't good for me or I'm just unsatisfied, I can break off from them, break up with the girlfriend and quit answering texts, quit answering calls of that friend and spend my time with other people who are better, pursue the bigger, better deal. You know, like, we have more freedom than we realize. We have so much freedom that we disregard, especially in a scarcity mindset, but even more so depression. And you know what? Sometimes we can't get what we want. Tough shit. (laughs) You know? Sometimes we just have to accept defeat and eat humble pie. You know, eat crow. We were defeated. It's okay. You know, sometimes we have to submit to to defeat. We have to submit. We have to go, you know what? I did fail to make this happen. And that's okay. I don't feel good. I don't feel like I'll ever complete it. I don't feel like I'll ever succeed at this. You know, that's how I feel right now. And I'm not going to reject myself or reject how I feel. I'm also not going to confuse it for reality. I'm going to make tea for my emotions and let them teach me things and tell me the things, even the things I don't want to hear. They're trying to tell me something. They're trying to teach me something. And all the emotions you have and all the thoughts that you have, logical or emotional, they're not only trying to teach you something, they're trying to guide you to a better experience. And by the way, suicide will not be that thing. That's a different matter. That's that's danger zone territory. But I'm talking about when you have that self-limiting belief of like, oh, I'll never be successful. I don't believe in my abilities. I don't have confidence anymore or at all. Or maybe you never had it. Like that's trying to teach you that you're lacking important things and you're limiting yourself too much. Just as like one example. And it might be trying to teach you other things too. And the thing is like, one of the scariest things you'll ever face, I'm not saying that to be overdramatic. I'm saying it because it is scary to fully accept yourself, the good and the bad, your entirety. And learn about yourself and well not just learn and know yourself but truly understand yourself to the most realistic capacity you can it will only serve you once you embrace those negative thoughts that you wrote off as insecurities like why you're creepy why you're socially awkward why you're a klutz why you're a failure why you're a loser even if they're not totally accurate thoughts but you accept like that's how you think about yourself on some section of your mental model of yourself, it will only serve you to understand those thoughts and why they're there and what they're trying to tell you. And then you can use that information to do the necessary sequences and things to um, make those thoughts more accurate and correct them and make you a stronger you. I don't know how to explain it better than that. Um, but I'm not saying you should accept that you're a loser or a creep or social awkward. But I'm saying you should accept that you have those ideas about yourself for a reason. And it would be worthwhile for you to figure that out. And in my case, um, you know, a lot of these things are just showing me things that I lack and things that I should pursue in order to generate better social possibilities and in order to generate 
better business practices and make better efforts and strides towards how I want my life to be and also how it should be. And that's a, that's usually apart from like what I think things should be. But my unconscious mind and other facets of my mind know better than me about my own interests in a lot of cases. Maybe it's different for you. Um, but you know what? Like, through full self love and acceptance, and you make time to have a recovery period, and you can adjust the gauge however you want. For me, I'm just using it for when I'm off the clock at work and whenever I can get solitude. Like, for example, I'm recording this in the middle of the night after work, got home late, and my parents went to bed, so I have plenty of time to talk uninterrupted and reflect. Oh yeah, real important thing I want to throw in here. Don't drink alcohol when you're depressed. It's a depressant. It's not good. And also don't drink alcohol on bad days like I said in the last episode. You don't, you don't want that stuff. You want to be as stable as possible when you're having a bad day. And you also want to be as stable as possible when you're going through depression. You know, talk to a psychiatrist, talk to a therapist, see if that might help. And hopefully this podcast can help too. The earliest episodes are the best in my opinion. But anyhow, um, and also like maybe you might need to admit yourself involuntarily into psychiatric treatment, worst case scenario, you know, whatever it takes to stay alive, man. So like what I'm getting at is that like depression, it, it, you know, it it can, it, it either starts out from a scarcity mindset because we're limiting our abilities to make our lives how we want it. And we have unrealistic expectations of reality or depression leads into the scarcity mindset and such. So the cure for that is abundance and also a recovery period and full love and self-acceptance. But full love and self-acceptance has to come later. The first thing you have to do is recover. And that can mean anything. It can mean doing absolutely nothing but laying in bed. It could mean journaling. It could mean watching Impractical Jokers. But in my opinion, laughter is a really good medicine. I think that's probably the best medicine for depression, along with the abundance mindset, is you just laugh. Laugh a lot if you can. You know, don't underestimate the power of a good laugh. You know, and that's where having fun, friendly coworkers comes in handy, where you guys can just laugh about shit, I'm telling you. Uh, but yeah, I hope that this episode is helpful to you, and I hope that the worst is all behind you, and I hope that you can adopt a abundance mindset, build a recovery period for yourself, and you know recharge, increase that bandwidth mentally, physically, and, and emotionally. You know, work really hard and play really hard, have a good laugh, and you know what? Just fully love and accept yourself and embrace things as they are. And don't confuse your feelings for reality. It's okay to feel how you feel. Even if it doesn't align with reality, it's okay to feel how you feel. And your emotions are just trying to teach you something. And so are your logical thoughts. And you know what? You don't have to have it all figured out. All you have to do is recharge and have fun. 
and remember that all options except suicide are on the table.